Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. It is Taz and the Moose with you here on this Wednesday morning as we come to you uh, live from the uh, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Um, if uh, Who found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home? Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get Mortgage as we're joined for a second consecutive year in studio by uh, Gary Stokin, uh, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl CEO, tremendous matchup, LSU and Oklahoma, one of the national semifinals that comes your way on December the 28th. Gary, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, Moose. I heard that, uh, you know, you're like the hardest... My guy, Mark Resnick, who's a friend out in Long Island, who I went to school with at NC State, he tells me Moose is the hardest working guy in sports. Oh, my Taz, what's what's up with that? You got is that me accurate? Good. You is got that me accurate? good, Gary. <laughs> you got me. Uh, you got me a lot. That's a great job, Gary. Oh, man. <laughs> it's great to see you, Gary. Yeah, Taz, I'm glad Taz's over on the other side of the room. That's He's exactly like, right. <laughs> give me a Suplex or something. Uh, you know, if it. you need, uh, Moose could probably uh, you know run, help you run the whole piece. Yeah, Moose can run, come down, run the bowl game. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. I mean, uh, sign didn't me have up. enough to do. Oh, man, that's it. Um, how's oh. that? How's everything? I mean, you got a great matchup. Yeah, the great oh, matchup. Yeah, yeah um, we're really happy. You know, you got the number one, number two offense in the country. Two quarterbacks that are going to be up here for the Heisman. You know, yep, this yep. week, probably one that wins it. Uh, Jalen Hurts has been coming back to Atlanta sure. to play in the same stadium where he uh, led Alabama over Georgia in the SEC championship. So, and you got two uh, wide receivers up for the Blitnikoff Award, right. two of the best wide receivers in the country. So, we're going to have so much fireworks, we may open up the roof at Mercedes Benz Stadium. <laughs> You're not going to have enough chicken sandwich, Chick Fil A, to get them out there. Yeah, it's going to be packed, and it's going to be a hell of a matchup, and it's great. I mean, you guys always seem to get the top games, which is beautiful. Yeah, you know, you know moving into the New Year's Six really helped. Um, yeah. You know, you're getting top ten teams now, and then every third year you get the semifinal. And we've just extended our contract through 2026 to oh, host wow. the semis in 22 and 25. So, yeah, yeah. it's great. Um, you know, the the preparedness, you know, we were talking about it. You know, the game sold out, right? Yeah, um, yeah we're sold yeah, out. Oklahoma sold their allotment. LSU sold their allotment. And you guys sold all your tickets. It's been a while, right? I mean, you're gonna yeah. We now sell out of our tickets in July. We sold out all the expandable seats. Our standing room only. The two teams are in town this week, uh, going through the hotels and Mercedes Benz Stadium and all of our events and administration. What we're going to do with them? And they've said they've you know they've gone through all their tickets. So it's going to be a tough ticket. Sure. Uh, And you know probably seventy seven, seventy eight thousand people in there. So, I mean, obviously, Hot Atlanta, you know, Gary, it's always hot, right? It's got to yeah. be the excitement level's got to be a, you know, super high. You know, uh, you know, what, what, you're coming here with the Peach Bowl now. It's, uh, talk about that as far as the town and the excitement yeah, of sure. this game and this matchup, you know? Yeah, well, this is, you know, economically, business-wise, I mean, this is a huge payday sure. for the city. You know, probably a $75 million economic impact. Wow. Probably relates to about $5 million in sales tax <laughs> that goes into the city coffers. So, they're happy. 
the hotels and restaurants during this time of the year. Not many people are spending time in right. restaurants. The holidays, yeah. And yeah, yeah. the holidays right, downtown, right. so we're going to fill them up. So, uh, mm. yeah, it's a win-win-win. The schools win, obviously, because sure. there's a $12 million payout, $6 million to each wow. school. And they get a chance, whoever wins, to go on the national championship in New Orleans. So, yeah. great time of the year. Uh, take us a little bit. You mentioned, like, the, the teams are there kind of getting a little bit of a feel. What's, what's the buildup? What's that week going to be like for the teams? Yeah, it's really interesting. You know, uh, normally you have three weeks in between the championship games and the and uh, when we play, but this year we're December twenty eighth. We've decided that ESPN, the Bulls, New Year's Six Bulls, and CFP met, and we said, "Hey, NFL's played on Sundays. You know, college football is known for Saturdays, so let's move the games to Saturdays. So instead of December thirty first and January first, we're playing on December twenty eighth." Uh, on Saturday, so it makes it easier for the crowds to travel Friday sure. and Saturday. Um, but during the week, you know, we have events at the College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, we have events at the Aquarium. Um, you know, it's it's really interesting. We we do something. You know, uh, Taz will love this. We do a battle for Bowl Week, ah. and we have a WWE forty pound wrestling belt <laughs> that after every competition, the, the players take it and they put it on and they well, they celebrate cool. and everything else. And at the end. We actually give the belt, and they take the belt home. That's oh, awesome. And it's interesting. You guys had a real belt made? Like yeah. A oh, yeah. Belt. Nice. And up nice. on the stage, yeah. you know, when we give the trophy for the bowl game at the end of the game on yeah. Saturday night, guys will have that belt on and wearing <laughs> yeah. it proudly. So, That's awesome. <laughs> you know, guys like to compete and everything. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we have a lot of competitions for the players during the week. And <clears throat> then we go to the children's hospital where there's kids in that hospital that didn't get out for Christmas and never going to get out of that hospital. So right. it's great yeah. to see the players and coaches share some time with them over the holidays as well. For sure. You know, Gary, so, like, as far as the whole uh, rankings, the process and everything, and, you know, you've been in the room, you know, yeah. during this whole process. Maybe bring us behind the scenes as much as you can, how that goes sure. down, and just pull back the curtain as much as you can. You yeah, know? great question. Um, yeah, Bill Hancock does a great job with uh, all the analytics and everything, and so he, during the summertime, will bring in media, he'll bring in the bowls, he'll bring in different people from schools, and let them go through the process. He'll say, okay, it's 2017. Yeah. Here's the teams. Now you guys go through the process. And so you actually come in with your list of the top 25, mm. and everybody, uh, you know, 13 people in the room, you input your top three into the computer, and everybody else does, and it spits out the top three. Now if Taz has someone different from Moose and I, and you want to say, hey, I think this team needs to be number one. Right. Then we have a debate about it. Okay. And then you do the next three and the next three. And it really is a nice process. And That's the good. computers and analytics they have about each team is just phenomenal. They've gotten it right every year. You can't make a mistake with all the information they have. Mm. And Obviously, this year was a little bit easier for them. We knew sure. the top three going in. They were right. undefeated. Um, you know, Alabama, probably if they beat Auburn, would have been in contention. I, I assume you're as you know, shocked everybody else that Alabama's like they were like yeah. Like if they 13th, beat Auburn, they're probably right in the mix, I right? Think so, and yeah. then you got Utah. If they beat you know uh, uh, Oregon. Oregon, they're yeah. probably in. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, it was an interesting uh, championship weekend, and then yeah. you know LSU doing what they did with Georgia, I think sure. elevated them to number one at the end of the Absolutely. day. Absolutely. How difficult though is it to to kind of and I get the mantra of judging teams week to week, but not thinking about what programs have accomplished um, you know, earlier on in the year and kind of starting off every single week with a blank slate. How difficult yeah, is that? Yeah, that's the key, Moose. I mean, you know, you don't look at 
and Dab was a great friend, but you don't look at Clemson last year being national championship. That was last year. You take every game every week, and Bill Hancock and his team do a great job with that committee. They've got a lot of integrity, and and they just that's why you know Ohio State at that point was number one leading into the last week. All right, that week they struggled with Wisconsin in the first half. Georgia got blown out by LSU, so the committee decided, okay, they've each had like I think five top twenty-five wins. Uh, LSU's got their defense back healthy now. And so they went through that process and decided to move LSU up. So it's really a good process they have in place, and uh, you know we're happy with it. Obviously, we got number one against number four again, yep. like we had in sixteen, and we're going to have a great game. You know, what, what's something as big, as massive as the Chick Fil A, you know, the Peach Bowl, and what you're doing, what you guys do, Gary? Like uh, the stress level as it, each day that gets closer and closer to game day. You got a little time, I know that, but still. I'm sure it's already in play, like all that. Right? Yeah, we try and we try and uh, with my staff, we try and be ready to play the game November 30th. Have everything done. Wow! Because once the teams are announced, then you got a whole new set. You got to mm. personalize stuff for promotions the two teams. and stuff. Yeah, you got promotions. You yeah. got you know, I got to get out and promote the game. Mm, sure. Um, but we're ready to play November 30th, and the teams come in. Now the teams this week with all their administration, they'll probably bring in 10 to 12 people into Atlanta, we meet with them and go over everything. And, uh, you know, together we put this thing on between Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We have weekly meetings with them getting ready for the game. Uh, we have meet- meetings with Chick-fil-A, our sponsor. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it takes a lot of integration a lot and involved. a lot of work yeah. by a lot of people. And obviously our hotels, yeah. they're hosting those guys all week. So, yeah, there's a lot of touch points. But, uh-huh. you know, that's the fun of it is the challenge of trying to put – people together on a team and work together to make something happen that everybody's happy with. Well, your, no, sorry, your staff, though, do you try to keep, um, I'm just curious, the same people, you change it, does it evolve each year? Do you try to keep your staff kind of the same? Yeah, we've been blessed. I've been doing this 22 years now. My staff's been with me, my senior staff. I've got uh, my events, communication, marketing, uh, sales have been with me 15 or more years. Wow. So we're all like a team. We all speak for each other. We That's can cool. finish sen- yeah. sentences. We all know what everybody's role is. And it's like, a, you know, I got to be like a coach. You put people in specific roles sure. with specific expertise. Mm. And so we're very blessed to have the best staff in the bowl business. Our volunteers are tremendous. We truly love Southern hospitality and hosting people. And Atlanta's a great city to do it in with great facilities, sure, great people, and yeah. great corporate support like Chick-fil-A. Yeah, what, um, Gary, what, what's the financial impact on that city, uh, on the city of Atlanta? Yeah, so this year, you know, between our kickoff game and, and our bowl game, we'll have over $100 million of economic impact. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and it's, wow. it's a big payday. Next year, believe it or not, we have three kickoff games in a week. Oh, wow. Never been done in college football history. Mm. We, have, we have Florida State, West Virginia Saturday, Georgia, Virginia Labor Day Monday, and then the next Saturday, uh, Auburn, North Carolina. So uh, we'll have three sellouts. And in Atlanta, which is the fourth largest convention town behind Vegas, Chicago, and Orlando, next year, four, let's see, four of the top six conventions will be college football games. That's how important college football is to Atlanta. That's amazing. That man. is crazy. Yeah. That's why a lot of people call us the capital of college football, having the College Football Hall of Fame there, having four big games. And, uh, you know, and then if I add in the SEC championship game, which we don't run, five of the top seven 
conventions will be college football. That's amazing. That's and how important it is. Do you think you could ever have, being up here in the Northeast, like in New York, yeah, yeah. you know, or even in, in up in Boston, which we don't want to see, you know, too much nice stuff for them people, yeah. those sports fans. <laughs> That's just me speaking. No, I, I'm joking. But, no, you know what I mean? Like college football, we talk about it a lot, how it's like, it's such, you know, either out west or down south, or you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's like, it would be awesome to have like a massive bowl, Dorn bowl, the bowl season. Yeah. With like a great sponsor, like a Chick fil A. You know what I mean? You ever, I mean, it's all these years, it's never really. You know, it's interesting. I grew up in Pittsburgh and, you know, growing up, everything was the Steelers, right? Yeah. yeah. And Pitt had some good teams back then. Sure. With Tony Dorsett and, and Marino. And Marino, right, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, but going down south, you know, going to school down there at North Carolina State and then moving to Atlanta. It's funny, down south, they didn't have pro teams till 1966. Right, right, right. And <clears> so all the colleges were the pro teams in all these small towns in the south. And so it's a religion down there. The passion yeah. for it is unbelievable. In Atlanta, where we have the number one and number two alumni bases of the ACC and SEC, yeah, it looks like a NASCAR race on 285 <laughs> and I-20 on I the weekends. Imagine. You get all these college roads flags. all the time anyway. Yeah, yeah, just imagine that. Auburn flags and Alabama yeah, and Georgia, yeah. Georgia Tech and Ole Miss. And, I mean, it's, a, it's amazing. Florida, they're all driving around going to their games. And That's cool. So we're very blessed to be in that town to, uh, to have such a big following of college football. Yeah. We're talking to Gary Stokin, CEO, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, one of the national Gary, one of the national semifinals with uh, LSU and Oklahoma. How does it get determined in terms of who gets one four, who gets two three? Yeah, good question. The selection committee this year. It's really interesting because the selection committee will look at a team that's number one, and they'll for their fans and their team provide them an advantage without disadvantaging them. Okay, now, that may sound like an oxymoron, but in the case of LSU, you know Atlanta is closest to them geographically, and so they're, they're going to place LSU in Atlanta instead of Phoenix. If it was Oklahoma number one, they probably would have put Oklahoma in Phoenix, right? Mm. Uh, and the interesting thing was if Georgia beat LSU, now Georgia would have probably got in. Now you had, let's say, Ohio State would have been number one then, playing Georgia number four. They wouldn't have put that game in Atlanta. They'd yeah, probably they probably moved that out to yeah, Phoenix. Right, correct. it would have disadvantaged you know, yeah. Ohio Oklahoma, State. I Ohio mean, that place State would have been a, basically a bulldog home game. That's exactly right. So <laughs> they they want to give the number one team an advantage to their fans and their team by playing geographically closest, or not disadvantaging them by putting them against a team that may make it a home field for the other team. Gotcha. So so now at the Peach Bowl, let's talk about whatever he wants to know. The concession stands. Yeah. Right. That's the key. Right. So we know, Gary. That's the key. Is it just just Chick Fil A? I mean, that's all we need is chicken. Yeah. is awesome. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I'm like, is that, I mean, I, I just, I always wondered that. It's like, is it just going to be chicken sandwiches? No, no. They'll be, they'll, they'll have. Be other stuff. You know, give Arthur Blank a lot of credit. You know, what he's done with Mercedes-Benz Stadium is he's lowered the prices. He flipped the concession deal. So he went to Levy and he said, here's what I'm going to pay you. And we'll set the prices. Where it's normally reversed. Levy says, okay, we'll, we'll give you this guarantee pro team. And then we'll mark the prices up to make our money back and ah. make a profit. Huh. Arthur switched it. And basically, you can get a, a hamburger for 3 bucks. You can get a Coke for, you know, That's 2 great. bucks, And you get free refills. That's, That's awesome. And the families with, you know, with kids and exactly. stuff. That's great. So now yeah. people, affordable. instead of going to eat before, they'll come to the stadium and get something to eat because yeah. it's, it's cheap. It's affordable, right. And secondly, he's doing more business by switching the, the concession mm. prices 
than if they would have kept the prices high. Yeah. So now great. people are starting to follow him in, mm. in what he's doing. So Smart. Yeah. Arthur Blank's really done a good job building a stadium for the fans and the experience. And, you know, the halo board up above, it's the biggest halo board in the world. It doesn't take your attention away from the field, you know, and so it adds to your experience. Yeah. So, yeah, he's really done a great job, and we're blessed to have the best stadium in the world right That's now. That's great. He's in New York. Is he from New York? Both of yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah Brooklyn, he is. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. Brooklyn, yeah. He, he is. Yeah. That's right. Um, great guy. So, yeah, I bet. Great so but from a, a Chick-fil-A perspective, are you regular chicken sandwich or you go spicy chicken? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I go regular normally, but uh, I switch it up. I go uh, nuggets sometimes. Oh, you go sometimes nuggets. Sometimes I go strips. Nuggets are good, man. You know, yeah, sometimes I'm in a mood for a wrap. Okay. You know, love you the milkshakes. The breakfast is good, man. The breakfast, breakfast is, is underrated. Yeah, it the is. Chick-fil-A breakfast is underrated. I talked about it on the air yeah. last week. You like that sausage? Uh, no, it's the egg. It's a burrito with egg and yeah. chicken in it. Yeah. Oh, man. They do a great job it's with good. breakfast now. Yeah, People, they do. You're right. It's underrated. It's, People it's don't underrated. realize how good it is. It is. So, really good. Yeah. yeah, get out there and go get some breakfast That's at Chick-fil-A. That's why, you yeah. know, you're... Well, you came and you delivered us the little gift card. Yeah, you guys are being so nice because I gave you a free Chick Fil A sandwich. I'll feed you lunch today. Anyway, but I can get more. I know Mike's not. Mike's not taking care of you guys. You guys work so hard. Mike does not take care of. No, you get you get a hunchback carrying Mike with all of you guys. That's Oh man, Gary, we gotta be honest. Mike, the only thing Mike cares right now about is his podcast, Basketball Drives. Make sure that right. Yes, yes. Check that out. Yeah, make sure you rate it, Mike, and 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 subscribe to it. Yeah. You can, yeah. I'm a basketball guy. I played at NC State, so I have to start listening to that, man. I tell you what, you should be a guest on Mike's show. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Come that on, Mike. Be, you should. I'll give you a Chick-fil-A card Bowl, if you get me it. on there. That's it. That's exactly what <laughs> I'll give you the card. Look at this. We're <laughs> making deals on a Wednesday. There you go. I'm like I'll pay you guys director. a commission for my uh, <laughs> all go. that Mike's going to pay me to be on his podcast. I, I, no, if you, if you, you know. You're a basketball guy for real. You should go on it, really. He knows his stuff. Oh, yeah. And he does a fun, fun he does podcast. A, he does a really good podcast. Yeah, yeah. Cool. cool. It's entertaining. Cool. Um, so with this, I only can get one sandwich? Is that yeah, you get one right. sandwich. Right, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only hey, guy that when you're driving around and you get hungry, and you're going to say, you know what? I got a free Chick-fil-A sandwich. It's going to feel like a million bucks in I your gotta pocket. I got to keep this away from my kid, though. He's a yeah. huge <laughs> Chick-fil-A guy. Right. So that's the thing. He'll Gary, what you, so from I asked you from the team perspective, right? That week leading up to to the national semifinal, what about from the fan perspective? Um, you know, a fan right now has got tickets; they bought them. You know, not an LSU fan, not an Oklahoma fan, just a college football fan. Want to gain the experience of of a big college football bowl game? Yeah, what's that week going to be like down there in Atlanta? Well, it's interesting. We do a big fan. Uh Appreciation at the aquarium, which is the largest aquarium in the world, where we'll bring in the pet bands and we have giveaways and everything else. When the people check in, we actually have a fan fest in the hotel. So we have people painting faces, we have uh, really screenshots, we have games, we have the band playing the uh, fight song. You know, we want them as soon as they hit the hotel that they're immersed in that spirit in a college football experience. Yeah. And so we go from Fan Fest in the, in the hotel to uh, College Football Hall of Fame. They can go by there, which is a great experience. If you guys haven't been, you need to go to the College Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, we talked about that I, last yeah, year. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Taz, I mean, is, I mean, Taz is all over the – I mean, I like it too, but Taz I'm knows it. College football. Yeah, 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 you yeah. get to Atlanta, you need to come to the College Football I know, Hall of I Fame. Do. So we have events there. And then uh, game day, we have a parade. So we, we uh, have a parade go through the downtown Peachtree up to the stadium let people off so they can go right into our fan fest where we'll have probably about 40,000 people 
go through our fan fest before the game. Well, that's awesome. And we've got uh, we host the National uh, Football Foundation All um, uh, <clears throat> Hall of Fame team. Mm. So Vince Young, uh, Terrell Buckley, Dennis Erickson's one of the coaches. There's about ten Hall of Famers that got inducted last night in New York at the uh, Midtown Hilton. They're going to come down, and so we host them. We host the Dodd coaches who have won the Coach of the Years. Mm. Uh, we have them on panels, so it's a it's a total immersive experience. If you love college football, you guys got to come sometime. It's like a WrestleMania weekend. That's it kind is. of how WrestleMania weekend. That's exactly weekend. It's what it is. Described. That's yep. what we yep. create, and yep. then uh, you know we have the team walks where the teams actually walk through the fans yeah. to go yeah. into the stadium, and then man, it's get ready to kick off at yeah. four o'clock to play for the national semifinal to get yeah. to New Orleans and go to the national championship. Coaches have a hard job keeping those kids focused on I football. Know. Well, it's interesting you say that, Taz, because we. We during a semifinal normally for bowl week we have like five days of full activities. Well, the coaches have asked, whenever you host a semifinal, we want to shut things off uh, December twenty sixth because they want the kids yeah, locked in and focused, focused for meetings, yeah, yeah. Uh, film sessions. Yeah. I mean, they want them locked in because they're playing to get to a national championship, yeah, which right, you may yeah. never get the opportunity yeah. again. Right, it's a big deal. So we'll stop December twenty sixth doing things for the players and get them locked in for the coaches to allow them to spend two days with them to get ready for the game. Well, Gary, we can't appreciate it enough. Thanks for spending some time with us here on this Wednesday Ah, Great to be with you guys every year. We'll have to do this again. That's it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, man. Appreciate it. um, And best of luck with everything. Uh, Happy holidays to you and your family. Yeah, help our viewership by uh, watching our game at 4 o'clock on December 28th. We will. We'll get get the audience to... Be locked in also. Yes, Peace ball's awesome. Yeah, yes. Merry Christmas to you guys, yes, too. Merry Thanks Christmas. very much. Yes, thank uh, you. Gary Stokin, uh, CEO of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, um, and they've got a great national semifinal. LSU uh, taking on Oklahoma. We know that it's going to be Ohio State and, uh, and Clemson in the other national semifinal for a chance to win a national championship. Uh, Gary's always a great sport. Join us in studio each and every year. It's Taz and the Moose. We'll come back with the three for you on this Wednesday morning. CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. This is Major League Baseball legend Frank Thomas. You're listening to Taz and Moose. On the CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. You know, I didn't want to come off like I was a little, uh, with Gary Stoke in there. Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. He gave us the, uh, little gift card for the Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Did I come off like I only could buy one with it? Like Ungrateful? That? Yeah. No. Like I was actually, you know, complaining about a free lunch, literally? Yeah, well, uh, I wouldn't... Well, you were complaining about a free sandwich. I wouldn't say a sandwich is a lunch. I just thought it would be a gift card, maybe three, four hundred dollars on there. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So Chick-fil-A for the year. Well, I could do that in a month. But um, but I'm just saying, like, a sandwich, bro? Nothing against Gary. Yeah, it was... Chick-fil-A's I, great. It's, it's a nice... It's a nice sentiment. It's a nice gesture. No... I, I agree with you. It would have been nice I for, like, an entire meal. It's one Couple sandwich. I can't even I get know. a soda pop with it. God, though, the sandwiches are so good. One? I understand. I, mean, I go to I get two, three. I don't know. It's probably bad to do that. Well, last year, they didn't have the spicy on there. 
It's just because it's on that card, bro, doesn't mean you can get spicy. That's just a gift card. You can get it's probably a gift card for five dollars. That's what you got right now. No, there. no, it, no. You get one of the meals, the one of the four things that are on here. I didn't read it. That's not true, though. That is true. Is that what it says? That's what it said last year. I would imagine it's the same. What's thing. What's it saying there now? You're looking right I, at. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I didn't. I can didn't you read? read? Yes, and Amos is right. Read. If you look on the back, it says basically get uh, one of the four items on the front. Can you please list them? I don't have my card. Can you tell me what the list is, please? Mike, what do you Sure. Got? We've got the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, the grilled chicken sandwich, spicy chicken sandwich, Chick-fil-A nuggets original or grilled, eight count. There you go. No fries, no soda. No, I said it's just, right. No. Just a sandwich. sandwich. Come on. Yeah. Gary, really? It was a nice gesture. Is he booked on basketball drives yet? He is not booked on <laughs> basketball drives yet. Yeah. Uh. Heller, uh, good morning. Ah. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. That Jim sandwich Heller. sounds good right about now for breakfast. Yes. Uh, they have good breakfast at Chick-fil-A. They do. I promote the hell out of this company. They think they give me more than just a sandwich. Antonio <laughs> Heller. You know what I mean, Heller? Well, I don't have any sandwiches, so. Well, you're not a co-host of a national radio show yet. I'm not. You will be one day. <laughs> it's that, coming. It's that's coming. nice of you to say. Yeah, you, your future's bright, my friend. So you're saying all the sandwiches I want? And well, I, I thought I, I thought once I became like a radio host, I would have that. Uh, I don't. I have no. one sandwich I can get. One sandwich. Or nuggets. Well, just pick it up on the way home and get a nice sandwich. I give that to my kids. Dad, I can get one sandwich? That's it? Yeah. He's just like me. <laughs> <laughs> Raise him right. Uh, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Brad? All right, guys. The big news this morning, of course, from Major League Baseball, the winter meetings. Garrett Cole is a New York Yankee, reportedly nine years, $324 million, far and away the biggest contract ever for a pitcher, surpassing the $245 million Steven Strasburg got to stay with the Nationals on Monday. The average annual value for Cole of $36 million. Also a record for a pitcher, his deal is said to include an opt-out after five years as well as a full no-trade clause. Other baseball notes, D.D. Gregorius is leaving the Yankees for the Phillies, a one-year deal worth a reported $14 million. The Rangers trade outfielder Nomar Mazzara to the White Sox for a prospect. Pitcher Kevin Gosman goes to the Giants on a one-year deal. Adam Jones is going to play in Japan. College basketball, another number one team goes down. Davide's a mile away with seven, with six. Blazes left, draws defenders. Holyfield shot fake spin. In the lane with two, with one. Shot at the buzzer. Shannon hit it! An 18-footer. Terrence Shannon may have just knocked out Louisville. 58-48 with 2.20 left. Jeff Haxton with the call. Learfield IMG College. The Red Raiders did knock off Louisville. Texas Tech winning at Madison Square Garden 70-57. to Part of the Jimmy V Classic. The third time this season an unranked team has knocked off number one. And that wasn't the only top five upset. Jones in the corner. He won't foul him. That's it! Penn State knocks off fourth Lake Maryland, and here they come onto the floor. The Nittany Lions win it, 76 to 69. Steve Jones from Learfield IMG College. Number three, Kansas blew out in Milwaukee, 95-68. From the NBA, Duncan Robinson tied a Heat franchise record, 10 three-pointers, 34 points as the Heat beat the Hawks in overtime, 135-121. Miami was down six late in regulation, then scored 22 unanswered points going into the OT. The Heat are 11-0 at home. The Sixers are 13-0 at home. They beat the Nuggets 97-92. The Blazers got 31 points from Damian Lillard in 29 minutes, including eight threes. They topped the Knicks 115-87. New York has lost 10 in a row. The Knicks are 4-20. The Warriors are 5-20. The Knicks will face the Warriors tonight in Oakland. Also tonight, Kawhi Leonard makes his return to Toronto. The Raptors already releasing the tribute video 
on Twitter. From the NFL, Eagles receiver Alshon Jeffrey done for the season with a foot injury. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson's been dealing with a hip issue. It's limited him in practice the last two days, but he says he will be good to go in the Thursday night game tomorrow against the Jets. Guys? Hey, NBA loves the uh, tribute videos, man. It's just like, they love that stuff. You know, they love putting that stuff out there and, uh, you know. Yeah. I just feel like you leave a team, you're done. Next. So no tributes. Goodbye, get out. Tribute guy. Although this guy, guy did, retires, I think it's fine. You didn't know? win him a championship, though. I, I, it's great, no doubt. Kawhi's the man, no doubt. I agree, but it, you always could say that. You could say it but in football, and that, that doesn't happen. You don't see tribute. Unless I'm missing something, you don't see tribute videos before a game. You know, really. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't see it on the regular. I I. I <laughs> I'd be remiss if I didn't say I have never seen it in the NFL. I think I've seen it on one or two occasions, but they don't make it as big of a deal as they do in the NBA. You're the saying NBA, it's a headline Full in month. the stadium. So let's say uh, I think, I, I think I, a long time. I'm not talking about recently. I'm talking about a long time ago. I think I remember seeing one. I forget who it was, but I think I remember seeing a, a, a tribute video to what somebody accomplished. Yeah, Brian Scalabrini. No. <laughs> Good line, Heller. Bob Heller. <laughs> I, I, this is what a New York radio jock. Is that what we're talking about? No, this? Brian Scalabrini. Uh, Scal and pals on radio.com. Oh, I forgot. It wasn't Play even former thinking about USC, that. USC, Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Now I know. NBA guy. I thought he was talking about player. Like straight, full blown radio. No, 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 no. He's a former NBA player. Guys. Boston Celtic. Celtics, right. Correct. Brooklyn Net or Net. You mean like a Pete Bellotti tribute video? Now that's something that I'm into. I think that'd be great. A Bellotti Walk tribute. down memory lane. Yeah. <laughs> Walk down memory lane. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Anyway. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, well guys. Done to, uh, really, top notch. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Right. See you tomorrow. It's great All seeing right. you, buddy. Here we go. The three. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. Sources. Yankees signed Garrett Cole to a nine-year, $324 million deal. Stop the press. Uh, there you go, little Harris Allen. Now we get a true bona fide pro in the game right oh, there. The voice is just great. Pipes Jones. Now that's a pro. Nine years, $324 million. If you went to bed early out west, didn't stay up late on the East Coast, got done shortly after midnight, or is announced shortly after midnight, the uh, Yankees get their guy, Taz. I know, and uh, they're dancing in the streets of the Bronx and Manhattan and Connecticut and uh, all over the world. Yankee fans all over the world. I mean, that's just, you know, I'm being sarcastic. But, yeah, I mean, you needed this. The Yankees needed this. They needed a guy like this. To this level, a guy that you know that is an unbelievable, just throws massive gas, massive heat, you know, on the hill, dominant, ice cold, uh, blood in his veins. I mean, just I don't think the pressures of New York's going to bother him much. I really don't. Um, even though he's a Southern California kid, passed on opportunities with the Angels, even though it didn't seem like they went, it didn't seem like they were trying to be competitive. In regards to really getting them, well, their offer is short of three hundred million. Yeah, Yankees offer I mean. three twenty-four, no. so it's not really close. When you, no. you're right, when you talk about the competitive nature, he'd have to really want to pitch in Southern California to turn down that kind of yeah. th- that much more money when you're getting from the Yankees. Yeah. So they get their guy, makes the Yankees team to beat in Major League Baseball, arguably 
Uh, they've been looking for that top of the rotation ace. And uh, Mr. 326 strikeouts from a year ago with the Astros, Garrett Cole, well, uh, is now a Yankee. You and your friend Boone have no more excuses. You have no more excuses no, gotta for win. Yankee team. you, you got to win. win. Go win the World Series. Pressure's on the Yankees and the offense of the Yankees and the skipper. And I think the only one's going to handle the pressure the right way will be the newest Yankee, Cole. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Good. I'm starting the burial starting already on the whole Yankees. Um, all right, next. Number two. Sources, Phillies agree to a one-year deal with Didi Gregorius. Man, he's so serious. Uh, <clears throat> they do. Good deal for the Phillies. One year, $14 million, he goes. Uh, doesn't get a multi-year deal. Looking to kind of reset the marketplace for himself, Taz. Uh, I think that deal makes sense from a Philly perspective. Girardi talked about his presence in the locker room. We know when he's healthy. How good of an offensive and defensive player he is. Uh, I think that works. Look at the Philadelphia Phillies. Bring in Girardi as the manager. Oh, Sign Zach Wheeler. Yeah, Didi Gregorius now at shortstop. I mean, yeah. the, the Phillies are making moves. Let's fill them up. Let's fill the Phils up with a bunch of ex-Mets and ex-Yankees. Because you got Girardi there. And so Taz can be miserable on the radio. That's what that's called. Yeah. yeah. Good signing, no? Yeah. How do you feel that he's gone? <clears throat> he's gone. I think the Yankees are going to miss him. Yeah. I think it's a loss for the Yankees. I think the assumption that Caliber Torres can play just as well defensively at shortstop, I think, is a mistake. Um, I, I think they're going to. I think the Yankees' best in, infield defense was uh, Gregorius at short, Torres at second, and Lemayhew at first. I think that was yeah. their best infield defense. It, but all kidding aside, it's a good signing for the Phillies. Even though I'm a Met fan, I'm not not happy to see it. But I think Didi's a hell of a player. I've always loved him. I've been a fan of his play. So. Um, you know, playing shortstop and, and how he, you know how he is in the plate uh, at the plate. I should say in the box. Tremendous player. There's no doubt about it. So yeah. it's a it's a great move by the Phillies. Um, all right, next number three report. Patriots video focused on Bengals sideline for eight minutes. Ah, uh, Harris under the weather. Uh, testing one two. Oh, didn't you answer me? That was going to be weird. Uh, that would have been weird. Was he doing live? I know exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was so we have a little bit more clarity. Now, yeah. it, it, now it depends on what are they filming on the sideline. Are they filming the hand signals? Are they filming in? Uh, are they filming exactly what the the protocol is in terms of substitutions? Exactly where was that camera pointed? How much? Uh, how and what exactly were they filming? You know, in TV, when you're shooting documentaries or you're shooting like uh, some kind of a magazine show, as they call it, in a trade or whatever, you need stock footage. So usually you have cameras run for a few minutes just to tape footage. And you use that footage as B-roll and different, you know, get a little deep in the woods here, but some people might follow along, whatever. It was eight minutes. Is that what we just heard? Here? Eight minutes. That's a lot. That's a lot of stock footage. It is. That's a long time. I agree with you. That so is. that's so if you're just cutting it, just shooting it a little wide, and they, the direction they give the, the crew, the production crew is, yeah, we just want footage. Just shoot the sideline, that whole area for a few minutes. Eight minutes is enough to steal hand signals, to steal, see how they're doing their substitutions, see how they're running guys in and out. You know what I mean? As far as subbing guys. Yep. It's very – you could an NFL coach, a college coach can figure that out just by watching enough of that. So this is sketchy as sketchy as I thought uh, it was. I, listen, yeah. I, I – uh, it's – that's weak. Yeah. Um, Belichick can deny it. The Patriots history obviously comes into play. And the believability factor, there is no believability when you look at the Patriots. So that's the issue you have here. We'll find out in terms of exactly what they were filming with those eight minutes. But as Taz hinted upon, that is a long time in terms of stock footage. That's a lot. There's no doubt. That's a lot. Um, So there you have it. Your three big storylines. we got the undercard coming your way. 
uh, on this Wednesday morning. It's Taz and the Moose with you, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, time right now to answer Ask the Pros question of the day. Brought to you by O'Reilly of Auto Parts. Today's question is from Ross in Seattle. Don't forget, uh, what's the question? Here you go. Uh, where does Anthony Rendon sign, Taz? Where does Anthony Rendon sign? That's easy, think, the Yankees. <laughs> I think he signs with the Dodgers. Um, yeah, I'd lean on that. Yeah, I'd lean on that. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, I, I see right. the report that Strasburg is going to go meet with Rendon to try and convince him to come back inside with the Nats. Doing a little uh, recruiting. Yeah. yeah well, that's smart by the Nationals. Yeah, 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 after getting a seven-year, $245 million deal. Listen, I think Rendon would be happy to go back to Washington. He just wants to get paid. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be. Hey, listen, he, they can recruit. Or they can try to get him to stay all they want. It's not going to happen. Uh, don't I think for- maybe the Dodgers. I think you agree right. Dodgers? Yeah. Uh, don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service. At O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Strasburg, he's got all the money. So he's going to tell Rendon, hey, you know what? They'll keep you. I mean, less than you want because I got all the money. But, you know, you sh- I'd love to well, play Well, it's in. The owner basically said I mean, before really? the winter meeting started that we can't afford both of them. Yeah. So now you're going to have that guy who got all the money to go recruit him. Okay. Well, uh, not to close the door, give the Nats a chance. You know, the Nats have all this stuff where they defer money. Strasburg, $80 million of his 245 is deferred. Right. Which, yeah. does that bother you? Watch that. I mean, the money's coming your way. People are like, oh, who wants deferred money? I mean, the money's coming your way regardless. So whether it be 10 years from now or right now, you're going to get it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it's a big problem to defer. In my opinion, I don't. Yeah, think I, I agree with you. But people make it a big deal. They want to basically, you know, all the money. They, you know, when they announced the Garrett Cole contract, they said, "Well, he's got a full no trade, and none of the money is deferred." Well, that's fine. It's not like Strasburg's not going to get the money. He's going right. to get the two forty five. It just might come fifteen years from now. But you know, I mean, that's future. That's for your family. That's for you. You know what I mean? Your kids. Your. You know what I mean? Like, it's just good for fu- you. Know it's there. These, they, these guys are making money, getting paid now, and you know you're getting a. a Big, gigantic chunk of millions 15 years from now. Yes. It's a big deal. Which I don't think, right, I agree with you. If I knew that I was getting, say, $5 million a year or for, say, a span of, what would that be? Uh, For $80 million, that would be 16 years. So say if it started one year where I'm getting $5 million a year, you know, starting when I'm, like, you know, 50 years of age for the next 16 years, that's nice to have. But let me tell you how that works, though. Like, a lot of people don't realize this. Most of the times how that works, the money, these type of deals, sometimes the money is not even, how do I word this? The money can be guaranteed not not only, like, with the team. Because if something happens with the team or whatever, those kind of monies, those bigger deals, they're with the family of, of the money, of the ownership, family trust. A lot of times those contracts, I see what you're saying. you don't hear that stuff, right. but that's what it is. Right. So I, so, right. No matter what happens, say... You know, something unforeseen happens, you're, the money's still coming your way. It's coming your way because 15, 20 years, 10 years from now, whatever the hell it may be, because it's with the family trust of said billionaire owner. Yes. Not just from his baseball you know, team. Yeah, good point. Uh, didn't think about it. Family uh, trust. A lot of people don't talk about that. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, thank you for uh, to Ross up in there, Seattle. Hey, uh, Ross. Thanks, buddy. Of the day. All right, here we go, the undercard. 
Taz and the Moose present The Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. Hi, Michael. All right, a lot of good bowling talk centered around Le'Veon Bell's 251. What's your high scores? Oh, uh, I, I someone asked me that the other day uh, because we were talking about the Bell story. Because like bowl growing up, uh, 275. You know, I can't remember. I stopped bowling young. I was like a teenager, even younger than like a preteen maybe. And I, I didn't bowl 275, but I bowled. Uh, my highest game was probably a 180. Nice. But I was a kid. I was a young kid. Yeah. Now my dad was here. Multiple 300 games. That's great. Never bowled a 300. He had like eight, eight or nine. I can't ask my mom. That's like, awesome. He had a lot eight or games. nine 300 games. No that's joke. that's great. No joke, dude. Swear to God. That's very difficult. Crazy. Very I used difficult. I was bowl now. when I was a kid. Yeah. In the leagues he was in. And it'd be right. Like, you know, of course, the, the lanes, they have like the, we have a high score, the week is. Yeah. The highest average would be his name. In the, in the, in the house. That's Highest awesome. game. His name. Always. Like every week. It was a different number. Like he... That's great. Well, great. The, the house, great. Uh, the the lanes I used to bowl in, in Pearl River, New York, they're now, they're no longer, but Pearl River lanes, um, they would have that same thing, and they'd also have the, the list of the guys and gals that bowl perfect games. Yeah, of course. You yeah. know, and uh, how many they did and the date and stuff like that. I so, think that bowling alley, Pearl River, has been there a lot of years. It was. It's no longer there it's anymore. It's not there anymore. No, 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 unfortunately. Because I remember hearing that name. Yeah, Pearl River Lanes yeah. was there a long time. A long time ago. It was a yeah, it was a, it was really nice, well kept, clean. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a really nice bowling alley. I miss those days. Those were good days. Yeah, there was something you know what was nice about walking into a bowl. There was a distinct the smell. Yes, I know the it's... smell of a bowling alley, and it was a good smell. I'm not talking about it. It was not a rancid smell or anything like that. There was like a good smell. It's the rubber. And the oil on the lane. Right, that's the rubber you smell. Yeah. The balls are yeah. made of rubber. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it was just... It's just that smell. Yeah, I know. it was nice. Yeah. It was just kind of... And I you walked that. in, you were like, oh, I'm ready to go bowling. Yeah. I was a kid, so I remember that stuff. Just watching my dad. But, Mike, what was your high game? You're a big bowler. I think it was like 175. Okay, hold on a second. You bowl all the time. I had a streak where I was bowling for like a good six months. Yeah, but I wasn't anything special. I just enjoyed it. I was. I don't say I was a great bowler, but it was fun. I you enjoy it. How about you, Bilotti? Uh, 75. I had a good solid streak of 50s, too. With the bumpers. Yes. With the bumpers. Oh, with the bumpers. No, I'm lying about that. I know. I'm tr- <laughs> I fell for it. I'm like, come on, Mike. Sorry. I didn't think I didn't think Bilotti's bowling with bumpers. Imagine Bilotti going to Old Pro River Lanes. I was uh, kind of buying it. Can I get a lane? And can you put the bumpers up? Put the bumpers down. My, you know, my uh, my buddies you, might show up. And they what are you, stink. four? My buddies might come in. They're not good. No, <laughs> right. No gutter bowls. Chicken tenders and fries, yeah. Yeah, chicken tenders and fries and a, a pitcher of Michelob. Second diamond. Second gets the hook. diamond. Gets the hook, gets the hook. Second diamond. Um, all right, next. I can't believe they just did that. Wow. Thank you, Tony. That's Tony Romo. Thank you, Tony Romo. And finally, Louisville, number one in the country, lost to Texas Tech. Another unranked team defeats a number one seed in college basketball. Something in the water with that? Why is this happening? Well, I'll tell you, it's going to be a, a fun march because it's wide open, but Louisville is one of those little legit teams for Chris Mack. I mean, they can win a national championship this year, Taz. Oh, yeah, no, no doubt. Actually, Pete just said, what you say? Oh, no, yeah. No, 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 I, was, we, I was backtracked. Louisville, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's just Pete threw me off a little bit. All right. Sometimes the show Duke ends all That's just how you lose. Michigan State, you have all these teams lose. That's Taz, good stuff, brother. Hey, Moose. Enjoy your Chick-fil-A. All right.
Yeah, you're one sandwich. Yes. Mike, Pete, thank you. <laughs> Heller thank you with guys. the updates. Well, thank you, Heller. Yeah, thank you. Gary Stoker for joining us. You guys on the phones as well. Uh, have yourself a, a wonderful Wednesday, everybody. Till tomorrow. Pete. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.